The hospital closures continues to be an issue in rural areas. There needs to be continued efforts to identify policy solutions to combat the rash of rural hospital closures. Hi, and welcome to GEO's Watchdog Report, your source for news and information from the U.S. Government Accountability Office, celebrating 100 years of fact-based, nonpartisan government oversight. I'm Holly Hobbs. Rural hospitals are closing at an alarming rate. The number of closures more than doubled between 2013 and 2017 compared to the previous five years, with more than 100 rural hospitals closing during the last decade. While this number could seem small, rural hospital closures are having a significant impact on residents' ability to access healthcare services and may have broader implications for communities facing COVID-19's impacts. Today, we talk with Greg Gisto, an assistant director in our healthcare team, about a new report on how rural hospital closures are impacting access to care. Thank you for joining me, Greg. Thank you for having me. So, Greg, why are rural hospitals closing? The main reason why rural hospitals are closing is because they're under financial distress. They have costs that are above their revenues for a long period of time. Like any business, you're not going to be able to do that for very long. We looked at what are the factors that are resulting in that financial distress for rural hospitals. First, we found that there has been a decrease in the last decade of rural residents. And what that means for rural hospitals is there are fewer prospective patients, which is problematic. Second thing we found is that more services are being offered outside of hospitals due to technological advances. So what I mean there is that as technology improves, services that used to be provided only in a hospital can now be provided in an outpatient setting. So what that means for rural hospitals is that they now have to compete for services that they previously didn't have to compete for. And then the third factor that we found was that there's been across-the-board Medicare cuts that have been in effect since 2013, and that's really caused a negative impact on rural hospitals' bottom lines. And it sounds like the pace is picking up. Do we know why? One of the things that we did look at was margins, which is the percentage of revenue that remains after costs are paid. For rural hospitals, margins have been decreasing over time. And when we looked at rural hospitals that closed, we found that many of them had negative margins, which isn't surprising. That's why they're closing. What was surprising was when you look at hospitals that remained open, those hospitals also were dealing with a decrease in their margin. What that means for rural hospitals is that they have less money that's available to them to be prepared for emergency situations, such as the COVID-19 pandemic. And as a result, they're more susceptible to closure. And can you give us some examples of how hospital closures impact rural communities? What we looked at in our work specifically was how does it affect access to hospital care and other health care services? First, when a rural hospital closes, there's a decrease in the number of physicians who remain in that community. There was a 16% decrease in physicians who remained after a rural hospital closed. The second way we looked at access was looking at travel distance. And for travel distance, we found that when a hospital closes, a rural resident would have to travel about 20 miles more to get a common service, things like general medicine or general surgery. However, when you look at services that are less common, things like substance abuse treatment, that mileage was much greater. So if a hospital closed that offered substance abuse treatment, Residents had to travel 40 miles more in order to get that care. How might the loss of a hospital in a rural community differ than one in an urban or suburban community? 
Yeah, so that's a that's a good point. And the Kaiser Family Foundation has done some research, and they found that closures may have a more disproportionate effect on individuals who are elderly and low income. And what I mean by that is if there's a community where a rural hospital closes and maybe there's less access to emergency medicine, if you are a older resident of that town versus if you're a younger resident, it's the older resident who's more likely to face negative consequences as a result of that hospital closure. Rural residents tend to be older and have lower income than individuals in urban and suburban populations. So as a result, you really can expect that there's going to be more of a negative impact for residents in rural areas than in those other areas. So it sounds like rural hospital closures can impact residents by increasing the distance to healthcare services, as well as further diminish the number of private care providers in a community, and that while we can see the negative impacts, it is likely that more rural communities will experience hospital closures in the future. Greg, do we know how hospital closures might impact rural residents' abilities to get treatment for COVID-19 or a vaccine? If you look at some of the access issues that we did identify, it's not hard to imagine how that could affect COVID-19 treatment. So if there are fewer physicians who are available to provide care, or if you're in need of emergency care with COVID and you have to travel farther to get needed care, that's really going to affect your health outcomes. When it comes to vaccine distribution, I think it's really too early to tell. While only anecdotal, there have been some success stories of vaccine distribution in rural areas due to decreased logistical hurdles and fewer individuals who have to be vaccinated. At the same time, there are other rural counties that have yet to receive any vaccines. So it's really a mixed bag, and we don't know the role yet of rural hospital closures in that. So we're really going to have to wait and see. And what about the pandemic's effects on rural hospitals financially? The pandemic affects rural hospitals financially in a couple of ways. First, it affects their revenue. So rural hospitals offer services like emergency medicine and certain elective surgeries that they use to be profitable, which allows them to subsidize other less profitable services. And what's happening is that there's been a decrease in those profitable services. People are less likely to go to the emergency room and elective surgeries are being canceled due to the COVID-19 pandemic, as well as just the preference of patients. And so as a result, rural hospitals are facing a decrease in their revenues. At the same time, a lot of these rural hospitals are required to make investments in technology, such as ventilators, and to purchase personal protective equipment, things that they need in order to fight the pandemic. So when you see an increase in cost combined with a decrease in revenues, it's really a recipe for additional financial stress on rural hospitals. And last question, Greg, what's the bottom line of this report? So hospital closures continues to be an issue in rural areas, with 33 more rural hospitals closing from 2018 through 2019. And what our report really sheds light on is what does that mean for the beneficiaries in those areas where rural hospitals closed? And what we found was that those residents are facing access issues. They're having less access to physicians, and they're having to travel further to access care. And when you combine that with the fact that many of the beneficiaries in those areas also happen to be sicker, it really suggests that there needs to be continued efforts to identify policy solutions to combat the rash of rural hospital closures. That was GAO's Greg Gisto talking about a new report that looked at the effects of rural hospital closures on communities. Thank you for your time, Greg. Thank you. And thank you for listening to The Watchdog Report. To hear more podcasts, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. And make sure you leave a rating and review to let others know about the work we're doing. 
For more from the Congressional Watchdog, the U.S. Government Accountability Office, visit us at gao.gov. <laughs>